the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us again today. And we had a little break last week for for just one episode. Just uh, couldn't fit it in with uh, my schedule. Let me just say that we have gone since September and only took one week during the holidays and then last week. So usually we should have taken a break by now, but we've been just moving along. So just could, couldn't fit it in and we'll, we'll continue. We definitely need to break for the season. Uh, as I've said before, I went over a year straight and then got some good advice from folks that, you know, you really got to do these things in season. So I've tried to do that and tried to take actually uh, two breaks uh, a year, but this year that hasn't happened. So we'll, we'll be shooting for one probably uh, for the summer, maybe an extended break because of not taking a break, but that all doesn't matter right now because we've got some good stuff lined up for you in these next weeks. In fact, the one week off gave me an opportunity to explore a little deeper something that I, I've been wanting to to talk about, and we're going to do that today, which is what they sometimes call EQ, which is uh, emotional quotient, IQ and EQ, and we'll get into that more in, in just a second. Um, before we jump into what is going to be a fascinating episode that I really think can help you greatly, uh, let me just talk about a few things. One exciting thing is those of you that listen regularly know that besides this podcast, there's two other ways uh, that you can uh, listen to content from me. There's also ways I've got eight books, including my latest, This Is Living Out. I'm a, I'll refer to another book of mine, You Got Style, today in the episode. So there's books you can read, articles that I've written, over 100 of them that you can find on foxnews.com and beliefnet and other places. But there's three ways you can consume audio content. One is on the Prey app where I have a daily devotions with Rick McDaniel that you can listen to. 200 devotions, audio devotions that you can listen to anytime you want on demand. And I'm also on the Version Bible app, the largest Bible app in the world. Something like 560 million people subscribing. And... One of the things I do there are reading plans, which you can read, reading plan, right? But they're also in audio form. You can listen to them. And a new one just came out called Spiritual. And that is five days of inspiration for spirit-led life. So if you are wanting to be more spiritual, uh, or maybe you consider yourself spiritual, but maybe you need a greater understanding what that means, or you just want to deepen your spirituality, if you want to understand and learn more about how the spirit works in your life, this is a marvelous, marvelous plan that you can uh, that you can take advantage of. You can read it or you can listen to it uh, audio either way. So spiritual, you find it on the Bible app, the world's largest Bible app, Bible.com. By the way, Pray app is Pray.com, so Pray.com or Bible.com if you want to just use your computer or the Pray app or the Bible app if you want to go that way. And I think it'll really, really help you. I'm super excited about sharing great stories with great content and all of it in, in you know a very short format that you could listen to in like three minutes. 
So it won't take you very long, but it will have, I think, a very outsized impact versus the time you put in. I think you'll get a far, far greater return. They talk about 10x. This is a little more than 10x impact that you'll get. So I would encourage you greatly to go on to the Bible app, version Bible.com, and get the spiritual five days of inspiration for spirit-led life and uh, begin to read that or listen to it, whichever one you want to do. So EQ versus, you know, IQ. This is fascinating. This is new research that's come out. A a company uh, online learning platform called Preply did a study uh, to ask professionals which is more important, EQ, your emotional quotient or your emotional intelligence or IQ, your intelligence quotient, your raw intellect. And nearly three in four said high EQ is more important than high IQ to get ahead at work. Now just let that sink in. That is the world we live in today. Now let's just make sure we understand emotional intelligence is the ability to identify and monitor our own and others' emotions. And it can be seen in how we manage our behavior, make decisions, navigate different social situations. And it is a strong predictor of success. That is an absolute fact right there. Emotional intelligence can help you build and strengthen relationships, diffuse conflict, and improve overall job satisfaction. It is absolutely Uh, vital for success. And that's really what I want to focus on in various ways here in the next weeks. I've done a ton of stuff on success uh, on this podcast through the years, more than any other subject. And I go back to it time and time again, because I believe that most people want to be successful and want to know how they can be successful. And this is another one of the ways that I want to share with you of the many, many, many that I have uh, over over you know over 140 something episodes of ways that you can be successful emotional intelligence your your EQ versus your IQ your IQ is somewhat set in terms of I mean, you can read and you can educate yourself and do a lot of things to to increase your overall knowledge but your IQ is kind of your baseline intellect and that's just something you're born with but your EQ is something that you can improve you can improve it and and to the extent that you work on your eq your emotional intelligence is going to put you ahead of the game because what i'm going to talk about today the reality is most people do not practice do not use these phrases i'm calling this 15 ways to increase your emotional intelligence and those ways are essentially 15 phrases that you can use for a higher eq you know if you want a subtitle 15 phrases to use for higher EQ. That's really what we're, we're talking about here. And it is vitally important to master these. And to the extent, again, that you use these, you are ahead of the game. And especially in the work environment, though this will work very well with friends and family, but in the work environment, this is a slam dunk way to end up being uh, ahead of so many people and really guaranteeing a greater and higher level of success. All right, so 15, we got to get going. And these again are phrases. These are words that you would use. And I think you'll understand more as we get into it. So the first would be, could you tell me more about that? 
People who lack self-awareness, and boy, we could do a whole episode on this. The lack of self-awareness on so many people is stunning, stunning, absolutely stunning. I, I mean, I've worked with thousands and thousands of people, and I am never, uh, <laughs> never seem to be uh, shocked because it just, it just, uh, or maybe I should say it another way, it continues to shock me. It never ceases to shock me. The lack of self-awareness that people can have, the things that they say, and the way that they act, and the apparent lack of awareness about what that says about them. People who lack self-awareness only care about their own thoughts and opinions. Yes, emotionally intelligent people, uh, their interactions with others, they're interested in how others feel and what they have to say. That's an emotional intelligence, that you are genuinely interested and how people feel and, and what they have to say. And when you when you are genuinely interested in how people feel and, and what they have to say, you are exhibiting emotional intelligence and it will benefit you greatly. So let's just keep going. Here's another. I hear you. By telling someone that you understand them, you set up a cooperative environment, which is ideal for team building. And that is the work world world in which we live now. Team building. Phrases like, I see what you mean. I get what you're driving at. Signal that you are truly listening. Now, the phrase is active listening. That's the the concept. I'm so thankful many, many, many years ago in some training on counseling that I had, I was taught the principles of active listening and it has helped me greatly as a leader, as a father, as a husband, as a friend. I mean, it just is the way to go to, to become not, not a passive listener, but an active listener. And Many of the things we're going to talk about today indicate this. And active listening has to do with body language. It has to do with, again, what you say to people and then how you respond. And one of the ways is not only to say, you know, could you tell me more about that? But I hear you, you know, um, I hear you. So let me just also tell you that one of the highest rated, one of the most popular of all the episodes I've ever done on this Point of Impact podcast is one called Leadership Styles, which comes from my book, You Got Style. And in that chapter in the book on six leadership styles, I talk about the EQ that accompanies each of these styles, the emotional quotient, the emotional intelligence. So you might want to pick up the book, You Got Style. Again, financial styles, decision styles, spiritual styles, parenting styles. I mean, it is thinking styles. It's fascinating research. But the one chapter on leadership styles, very popular and can really help you. There's inventories at the end of each chapter, by the way, as well. Help you to understand yourself better if you are in a leadership role. And many, many people are. Here's another phrase. I understand what you're saying, but. Okay, so this phrase highlights another important aspect of emotional intelligence. The ability to act diplomatically when dealing with difficult people and situations. So if you disagree with someone, and that is life, people will disagree. You can express it in a tactful, non-confrontational way. The goal is to make it easier to arrive at a mutually agreeable solution. So I understand what you're saying, but, and then you're able to then, okay, here's I understand what you're saying, but here's why I don't think it's correct. 
And being able to talk to people like that and get to a resolution, I mean, it's what's lacking in our national discourse is there's just not enough of this happening, enough of people just talking uh, in a way in which they're, they exhibit emotional intelligence. They're disagreeing without being disagreeable. And, and we've gone from not only being disagreeable, but being violent. I mean, it's, it's, it's out of, completely out of control, and it's because of a lack of emotional intelligence. I, again, I can't dwell on it. I'm going to move on. Here's another. How do you feel about that? In other words, when you make people feel like, you know, you acknowledge them and you respect them, you, you, you pay attention to, to them, you take time to understand, you know, to be able to empathize. You make an, here's the classic phrase, put yourself in somebody else's shoes. I mean, I, I, I told this to everyone who worked for me for all the years that I had folks working for me and to this day. Put yourself in other people's shoes. Try to understand where they're coming from. It's so crucial, so crucial to to try to understand where other people are coming from. It, it makes such an enormous difference when people feel like you do care about them and and uh, respect where they're coming from and are trying to understand. Here's another phrase. I'm not sure what's wrong. Could you explain the problem? So you know someone is having some type of issue, but instead of having some kind of strong reaction, you invite them to to just share their thoughts. You know, like, can you clarify this for me? This is what I'm hearing. Is that correct or, or am I missing it? I mean, phrases, this is high emotional intelligence. This is how people with high emotional intelligence deal with difficulties and Difficult situations, disagreeable people is trying to say, listen, help me understand what the problem is. And again, many times as you listen, you may discover that what they are describing as the problem is maybe only a symptom, it's symptomatic of another deeper issue or different issue, not have to be deeper. And you can help them to understand that. So here's another phrase. What do you mean? When you ask someone for clarification, you're asking them to say something in a different way or provide more information. Now, this is different from saying just repeat, repeat it, you know, repeat what you just said. This is just trying to, again, gather more information, trying to understand better and people appreciate that when you, they know that you care about what they're saying and you're trying to understand it. This is what emotional intelligence is all about. Now, again, if you just go through what we just already just talked about here, you know, we're saying, you know, tell me more about it. OK, I do hear you. I understand what you're saying. But how do you feel about that? Not sure what's wrong. Can you explain the problem to me? What do you mean? All of all of this is high emotional intelligence. If we, again, if we go back, the ability to identify and understand emotions, both your own and others, 
This is how you build and strengthen relationships, diffuse conflict, and improve overall job satisfaction. There it is. That's that's how it happens. This is how it it takes place. And so it's it's so vital to have high emotional intelligence to be able to monitor emotions. How, how helping people and yourself to manage emotions and behaviors and navigate through different social situations. Vitally important. All right, here's some more phrases of the 15. Great job. I mean, this is, you know, this is, you know, I, this is it. I appreciate you, you know. Showing appreciation goes a long way. It acknowledges people's efforts and their accomplishments. When you compliment someone, you immediately create a positive environment. Saying I appreciate you makes others appreciate you more. You know, when you say I appreciate you, then people appreciate you for being appreciative. So saying something like, you know, great job, appreciate what you're doing, the work you're doing. The effort that you're making, it, it, it goes a long, 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 long way. This is just basic stuff that somehow in the midst of getting so wrapped up in what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish, we can miss. I will just tell you one, one of my little secrets that I've used for years is handwritten thank you notes. I always had a stack of thank you notes Thank you cards that that would be purchased, you know, that have thank you on the outside. And I would write down inside. Sometimes I would or, or my wife or somebody on staff, somebody I know would be in someone else's home and they would see on their refrigerator held on with a magnet was the thank you note that I had written to them. And this is how much it can mean to people. The first President Bush, the elder President Bush, was famous for his notes of thanks and appreciation. And and let's just remember who this guy was. He was the president. Yes, he was also vice president. He's also the director of the CIA. He was also uh, the ambassador to the UN. I mean, th- this is one of the most highly accomplished people that we- we've ever had in our government. And one of his secrets was handwritten thank you notes. All right, here's another one. You both have good points. Let's see how we can work together. So this is like a diplomatic, tactful way of working through a trouble situation, a a conflict by acknowledging different points of view. Once you've encouraged everyone to share their concerns, you can more easily present a potential solution. Research shows that the ability to resolve conflicts is a trademark of emotional intelligence. If you have high EQ, you are able to resolve conflict. So it's just something, to, to again, to say, am I good at resolving conflict? Because that is something that I need to be good at. You need to be good at it. And you can be good at it. There's no reason why you can't have a high IQ by using these phrases and and again what goes along with them in terms of putting them into practice. Here's another one. I'd love your input on this. People 
like to be asked for their input. Can I get some advice from you? Do you mind if I ask for some input? You know, however you, you want to phrase it, they're all essentially just different ways of saying the same thing. You're, you're allowing someone else to feel proud of themselves, to feel like you value their opinion. It's extremely important. These, these phrases work. They create a better work situation, but I would say that they will, they will also accomplish much in a family dynamic, in other dynamics as well. But especially in the workplace, th- these kind of practices make a huge, huge, huge difference. And again, the, the title of this episode, right? You know, 15 ways to increase your emotional intelligence by using these phrases. Subtitle, you know, 15 phrases to use for higher EQ. So I hope you're writing these down because they're really important. All right. We're at number 10 now, by the way. This is a phrase to say, this situation causes me concern. So when there's a problem, emotionally intelligent people don't focus on the person, but on the situation, the overall situation. This way, you're not blaming someone or putting them on defensive. You're explaining how you feel about what happened. This situation Makes me concerned. So this then helps you to to, uh, avoid anything like uh, being antagonistic. It helps you to uh, come across as separating the person from the problem. Many times, you know, when it gets personal is when things go sideways. So you try to keep it about the situation. Now you may say, look, it's the person that created the situation. Yeah, that's probably true in many cases. But again, if you can talk about it as the situation, you'll eventually end up getting to the person. But by then you'll have taken them from a place of being defensive or argumentative and you have a better chance of actually resolving All right, here's another phrase. I feel this way about when you're emotionally intelligent, you connect with your emotions. Again, we're back to self-awareness again. This type of self-awareness allows you to share your own feelings, emotions, impressions with other people, which makes them feel closer to you and encourages them to do the same. When When they see you modeling this kind of behavior, And they understand that, you know, you have self-awareness and you're sharing, you know, this is this how I feel about it. This is this is the impression, you know, that 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 I have about what is happening, the situation, whatever it has to be. All of this helps people to be able to connect with you, to feel closer to you, encourages them then to reciprocate that kind of behavior, that kind of positive behavior, which again leads to greater and greater success. And then a couple of classic phrases, I'm sorry. Now again, not 
I'm sorry that you're so emotional. I'm sorry that you're so sensitive that you got upset. Not that kind of I'm sorry, but just really owning it. Just say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, and and then after that, lay out the reason, you know, you're, you're sorry for this happening. And, you know, I, I take responsibility for it. It's on me. It's, it was my failure or my shortcoming or whatever. But there's so much power in being able to say, I'm sorry, because when you say you're sorry and you take ownership for it, you diffuse so much because even if people are really upset with what you've done, it's hard then for them to go very far with that when you acknowledge it and apologize for it. It just takes all all the all the the fire out of it. You know, there's 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 nothing left there. You've you've removed what the gasoline, if you would, on the fire that and now it just dies down because there's no more oxygen if you want to get more scientific. And so without it, it goes away. So there's such benefit. And I'm just always amazed at especially political leaders and how they have such a hard time saying they're wrong, saying they're sorry And then all it does is just work up all these people that are upset with them because they know they're wrong and they should have apologized. It's just so much easier. All right. How about on the other end of it is just a good old fashioned thank you. You know, again, you know, great job. And I appreciate you. That's part of it. But, you know, these are magic words, you know, please. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, common courtesy. Being polite is is a mark of emotional intelligence because it shows respect for others. That's just an absolute fact. Just, just say thank you to people. You say they work for me. They get paid to do it. Yeah, I know. But still, they appreciate hearing thank you. And when you say thank you, it just creates a positive, positive, positive culture. I want to go back just for uh, these last few phrases back to kind of where we started with these questions that really connect. Because here's another one that I think is really good. What can I do to help? What can I do to help? So what you're saying is I'm, I'm empathetic to the situation, your situation. I have concern for you. And I want to listen and I want to help And this is just absolute emotional intelligence at its core. When you say, hey, what can I do to help? Not solve it, fix it, it's your problem, but what can I do to help? And at the end of the day, maybe you can, but maybe you can't. But if people think that you're willing to try, it means a lot. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's a shame that we think, you know, with the, the toddlers throw their tantrums, but we know that adults can too, and they can lash out and they can criticize and they can get frustrated and they can shut down. It's just impossible to avoid conflict in work entirely or completely. So how can you be aware of what's going on so you can manage conflict better, treat people the way they want to be treated, the classic golden rule, Jesus said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I mean, it's just one of the many incredible pieces of wisdom from Jesus. 
do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's emotional in, intelligence in, in a nutshell. To be emotionally intelligent, you're an active listener. You're not multitasking during conversations. And, and that could be work-related or it could be something um, on, of a personal nature. Most people are quick to jump into their own stories. And, you know, it's an attempt to relate. And some might not like that, but it's how, it's how it goes. Here's another. I'd love to hear more about it. All right, I'd love to hear more about, you know, and then fill it in. People appreciate greatly hearing something like I'd love to hear more about. Maybe even, you know, let's set up a time to talk. In other words, we can't do it right now, but I'm interested and I'm concerned. And let's set up a time because I do want to hear about it. And I'm concerned about you and I value your opinion. I mean, emotional intelligence is critical, is a critical trait of high achievers. It sets them apart. People want to feel seen, heard and validated And again, you help others, you help yourself at the same time. So there's 15 phrases for you. And you need to make sure that those phrases are coming out of your mouth on a regular basis. And and that you have an overall stance that those phrases indicate as someone who's caring, who's interested, who's listening actively. And you, you put these phrases to work. You you take these ways of relating to people and you ingrain them in who you are and your emotional intelligence goes up, up, up and you have a high EQ. And that EQ is what's going to get you promoted. It is going to give you more sales. It is going to greatly expand your influence. And frankly, people are just going to like you because they know that you genuinely care about them. And those are some very positive outcomes from doing what you should be doing anyway. So get after it. Raise that EQ and you're on to greater and greater success. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.